What's good, my Safe Space crew? Before we hop into the episode, I just wanted to send a, a, a huge thank you for all the support, uh, for all the love that I've been receiving so far. But I also want to say happy holidays, and um, I hope everyone has an amazing time this time of year. Uh, in a time and a party year where you're spending all the money that you got and you're spending all the time with your family and friends and you're still trying to make time for yourself and you're working a lot. Thank you for taking that time to checking out Safe Space Podcast and pushing me forward. I love y'all. I appreciate it. And here's to the next episode. I hope you enjoy. What's good, y'all? And I am back with another episode of the Safe Space Podcast with your host, JT. Um, just before y'all get into the episode, before we get knee deep in this, um, I want y'all to make sure y'all are sharing, make sure y'all are commenting on everything that I post, make sure you're making sure everybody knows what's going on in my world, let them know what's going on in your world, make sure someone that really needs the help or you just want to force it down their throat. <laughs> you want them to get my content? Cool. Let them know. Pass it around. It's very appreciated. Very welcome. Um, I want to make sure everybody is getting as much good content, much good vibes as possible. All right. So today, um, before I uh, really dive into what's going on, uh, let y'all know what's going on with me today. Um, honestly, just staying busy, uh, making sure. Mental health is in check. Make sure that uh, my family's right. Make sure I'm okay. Uh, making sure my dog is good. Um, it's nice and rainy here in Fargo, but it's not um, not bad enough to not be outside still. So making sure I'm getting my fresh air. Um, I definitely grab a good workout in a little bit later. Taking my baby girl to go get her ears pierced. Because her birthday is this Sunday. She will be five years old. Good Lord. My baby is five years old. That is, that's astonishing to me. That's crazy. Um, one moment I didn't even know how good of a father I would be. And next thing you know, I got a five-year-old. And I imagine that's how most parents feel. Um, one moment they holding their baby. They ain't saying a word to them. And they saying everything to, to them. And next thing you know, they run in the house. And I promise you, my child runs the house. She will look, she like this morning, for example, she got up. She didn't even say good morning to me. She walked right past me. She grabbed her blanket. She snuggled up on the couch and she was like, all right, where my chocolate milk at? And I'm like, dang, all right. And then you'll give her the chocolate milk. And she's like, hmm, I don't know. This this chocolate milk feels room temperature. We like, girl, this came fresh out the uh, the fridge. You playing? You you doing the most right now? Or she'll be like, I don't know. Did I did I use this cup yesterday? I'm not sure. I'm like, girl, that is a clean cup. You better take this cup and uh, calm your little butt down because you're doing the most. But as as annoying she can be at times, it's it shows her intelligence. It shows that I'm doing my job. Um, she going to be bougie. So when she get older, I'm sorry for whoever she dates. Cause yeah, we, she going to be disciplined. She going to be respectful. She going to have great manners. She going to come from a good household and from good parents. But I promise you, I promise you, she going to be bougie. She going to be high maintenance. 
And if you ain't getting things right the first time, she'll let you know. For sure, she'll let you know. Um, but, yeah, we're going to get her ears pierced for her birthday because that's something she wanted to do. And being the good dad that I am, I'm going to get my ears pierced as well. Uh, I think I may just get one, though. I ain't going to get both. But I don't like seeing my baby girl in pain, so I'm going to put myself through a little bit of pain to make sure uh, she can see daddy being strong in that situation. And if it hurt, uh, I'll cry later. <laughs> uh, I ain't afraid to show a little emotion, but you know what? It is what it is. Um, but yeah, so that's, what's going on with me. Uh, that's what's going on with me today. Um, uh, make sure if you are listening to the episode, uh, let me know what y'all got going on for the day, what y'all got going on for the week. Um, I definitely love to discuss what, what y'all got going on. Um, in my last episode that I, uh, posted, which was actually posted today. So make sure y'all go and listen to that. Um, this obviously be posted a little bit later, but I posted the, uh, my very last episode, my mental check-in, uh, kind of filling y'all in on what's going on with me as of right now in more detail. Um, I mentioned about my mom dropping a self-love book and I didn't really go into detail very much, but, uh, I like to elaborate upon what I was, um, telling you, telling you guys about because, it's a, not only a great opportunity for her to kind of get for people to kind of understand where she's coming from and what she's about as a, as a woman, as a person. Um, but it also puts you in the driver's seat of your life and everything that, you know, you got going on. It's kind of take responsibility for you and pushing yourself forward. And the book that she is selling that is available on Amazon for twenty four ninety nine, it is perfect for someone who, I mean, for a person who may be lost for in, in their life, they're not entirely sure what's next or where to go or how to maneuver through certain situations or you're overwhelmed with the people in your life or you're overwhelmed with the decisions you have made. Perfect book. Um, but it's also good for someone who is already on the right track. And they found themselves around the right people, but have a hard time staying consistent on that. And this book here is really something that will hold you accountable. Um, outside of that, the journal is packed with prompts, affirmations, and activities designed to boost self-love and confidence. It's not just about the writing. It's about exploring and celebrating the fabulous person you are. Expect pages that challenge you to reflect, dream, and dare. Um, some of the benefits you can get from it is um, a, a huge confidence boost within the book. When you go throughout this book, uh, it's setting you up to, uh, to basically check yourself, but also make you feel good about yourself because everyone could be so hard on themselves these days, especially, and shoot, even publicly, they're just so hard on themselves, but this book offers you the opportunity to not only be hard on yourself, but also give yourself some grace, give yourself some grief because everybody needs a, a pat on the back and there's no better pat on the back than from yourself. Um, some of the things you will expect from this book after buying it is, um, have some, you're going to have like some real conversations with yourself. Um, the book, kind of allows you to write out certain things like goals and dreams and 
uh, aspirations that you really want to to work yourself up to in life. And it kind of asks you questions or put your mind in a, a certain like set to where you can really, really dig deep and and you know, put yourself to not have any excuses as to why you can't reach out to those goals and, and the things you kind of set for yourself. And I think ultimately, I feel like by the end of the, the, the book, by the time you finish with getting through the book, you should be at a higher standard mentally. You should be holding yourself to a certain, certain level that nobody else should be holding you to. You should be holding yourself higher than where anybody else should be holding you. And anything less than where you holding yourself, you will be able to not allow yourself to, to drop down to that level. And I think that this book will be perfect for, for that. And I'm not even gassing it up because it's my mom. Cause yeah, I, it's my mom, you know, she literally made me. <laughs> However, I truthfully believe that there's really nothing more there's nothing better in this world than uh, having resources, whether it's just a little old book that you can just sit and write and journal out that can get you through some hard times in, in your life. Because we all go through some times and not everybody has somebody to talk to. And I think when you don't, you'll have a book like this to find some time to love yourself. So, again, it's uh, the self-love book. Uh, her name is Sharice Talaferro Reed, uh, C H A R I S S E. Her last name is my last name. Self love book. Um, definitely go and grab you, grab you one, um, grab you two. If you got some friends that need it, grab as many as you need. Um, twenty four ninety nine again on Amazon. If you got Amazon Prime, it's coming to you in two days, and that's how I'm doing it. I'm getting it in two days, so I'm definitely gonna check it out. Really dig into it. Uh, you'll hear about it even more, I promise you. And uh, hopefully when you get it, y'all send me some pictures so I can see that you got it, see what y'all got going on, uh, give me y'all reflections on it. That'd be perfect. I would love to see what, what, what y'all got from it, uh, more than what I got from it, hopefully. Um, but talking about my mom and you know her book kind of leads me into what I wanted to talk about next, which is loyalty. Um I feel like on social media, you just, you don't really, you see a lot of the bad things over the good things, obviously. And I think that's kind of why the market that I'm kind of in, you know, the mental health and the staying positive more than your negative is not dying by any means, but it's not, it's not necessarily lucrative. You know, it's not necessarily something that grabs everybody's attention because people really only want positivity and somebody to love on them when they already six feet below where they need to be or they, where they need, they um, are in a bad situation. So they're like basically starving for somebody to love on them or for them to love on themselves or something positive to come into their world. And then they want to flip the switch. And that's unfortunate. However, social media definitely will throw in your face that, you know, not only loyalty, you know, is a great thing, but it's very slim and it's very hard to find. 
uh, I personally have to disagree, but I also think that people lean into certain like attributes that are attached to loyalty and they believe that they are loyal. And truthfully, in my opinion, I believe that loyalty is more than just like one single thing. It's, it's definitely a layered thing. Like people will find themselves in a long-term friendship or a relationship and they'll be like, you know, I'm loyal to him. I'm loyal to her. That's my dog. That's, you know, that's my lady or that's, that's my man, you know, that I'm loyal to them. Uh, and they'll be like, I'm loyal to him because I'm not cheating on them or, or I'm loyal to them because they know that they can come to me. And truth be told, loyalty is more than just those two things. Like, it's not just about you not going and sleeping with other people, but it's also you mentally, emotionally, physically coming back to them, not just, oh, I didn't give nothing up to nobody and that proves that I'm loyal. No, like, yeah, sure, you may not be sleeping with somebody, but are you still talking to them on a certain level? Are you still not talking are you like bringing how you feel to your partner how you uh how you feel about them to your partner are you allowing that partner to then tell you how they feel about you or how they feel about themselves are you being that shoulder to cry on and allowing them to be the shoulder for you to cry on or are you too open and being vulnerable with one another like loyalty is definitely in a lot of people's like top three things that they want from a partner or they want from a best friend, because it's not just about one single thing and people don't really hold on to that. People just be like, yeah, I'm not, again, they just, they'd be like, yeah, I'd be talking to my best friend all the time. I'm definitely loyal or, oh yeah, I got my, I got my friend back all the time. She getting a fight. He getting a fight. I'm in like, it's not just about that. You know, it's not necessarily about that. Sometimes you, I find I, I, I hear my boy getting into a fight. Loyalty could literally be me getting him out of that fight. What What are you going to go to jail for? What's the point of you going to jail for somebody that ain't even worth it? You don't even know this person. My loyalty is getting them home safe with their family, with their, you know, with, with the people in their situation that they dealing with and you know, making sure that they are safe and they are loved and they are heard and, you know, allowing them to feel their feelings, but also letting them know, like, sometimes your feelings ain't meant to be act upon. Your feelings are meant to be assessed and rearranged and placed in certain positions and put in certain spots. So they are used in more of a, a way that's going to push you forward and move you forward and not hold you back or give you another, you know, some more debt or get you another child or get you in jail. Like a lot of people have to learn that. I, and then that's funny that I talk about feelings. Cause I actually, I did a TikTok, uh, a stitch and on the, the original video that I stitched, the guy was mentioning how women, they, have a tendency of um, seeing a guy, for example, they'll see a guy and they be like, hmm, he got three kids, he ain't got no job, I'm going to sleep with him. And he didn't fully, under, he didn't get that. 
And I totally get it. I don't understand how that happens. Or he, or they'd be like, ooh, he he hood with dreads. Let me let me make a baby with him. Let me let me get with him. And he didn't understand it. So what I did was make it more broad. So I stitched it and I was like, you know, he's not he's not wrong. It doesn't really make sense to see somebody that you know is wrong for you. You know he wrong for you. You absolutely know that he's wrong. And you totally disregard it because you feel like you want to sleep with them because they're attractive. They're physically appealing. Or whatever. It's just, you know, they you, you may hear something from someone or they slept with a friend of yours and they heard it was good. And you heard it was good, so you want to see for yourself. Whatever the case may be, it's a uh, women have a tendency to act upon their feelings before assessing it. And I said that in a general sense, now it may not be all women. Obviously there's anomalies. There's women that don't just feel something and then act, but in general, there's times where they'll see a guy and no matter what he says, no matter how he says it, they already made that decision to sleep with him. They already made that decision to, to make a baby with him. But what I mentioned in the stitch is that that may happen with women, but the guy is also, it is held to be accountable in those situations as well. Because yeah, you may want to have sex with this woman. You may want to, potentially have a baby in general, not necessarily with this woman, but you know, damn well, you ain't got no job. You know, damn well, you ain't got no source of income. You barely got a place to live. Your mama been trying to kick you out the crib for years. And what, what, what they call you, you a hobosexual. <laughs> you, you somebody that you find a chick that you start messing around with and you just kind of bring, you bring you P, your PS five over and you stay there and y'all sleep with each other so much that not only that she just be like, whatever, I guess he's living with me now. Now that y'all now, now y'all have a baby on the way. And that's so unfortunate that some people are just looking at it from one side. Now I'm not saying that the, the person that I stitch is looking at it from just one side. I'm, I'm sure that he gets it because I follow him and he has great content, but he, was just pointing out something that is a, a two person tango. The men know what they're doing and they're also acting upon feeling feelings in that moment. And we're just not talking about that side. So I think both sides need to be talked about women act upon their feelings. Um, a little more explosively, I think than guys in some in most situations, but in this specific situation, I think that the men is also just like, you know, this feels good in a moment or she, she bad. She looked good. She thick in the right places. She, she ain't got to say nothing for real. Like, and I'm going to make a baby with her, whatever. Like if it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't. Then it's like, you, you can't just go about life that way, especially if you ain't about nothing, you ain't got no job, you ain't got no sense of direction, 
you got hella trauma you ain't dealt with in your life. You coming from a single parent home, you, you know, hobosexual and you going from your mom house that she, she's still working a full time job to take care of you. And then now you deciding, all right, I'm going to go and I'm smashing this lady every week. I might as well go and live with her. So, and then you having a baby with her. That's, that's crazy work right there. Crazy work. So yeah, that, I think in that situation, you got to put the responsibility in both hands here and not just kind of lean one way or another. Both people got a part in that. Uh, and they both need to hold themselves accountable in that situation. But talking about, you know, those type of things with relationships, with making decisions, with feelings, uh, kind of leads me to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is, um, it's really something that I don't hear people talk about really at all. Um, it's kind of just something that I just sit and when I randomly just sit and think about random things, when I'm just doing things that I like to do, like playing a game or, or working out or whatever, I tend to get a lot of random things. And the crazy thing about me is that I just, I forget it in a snap. Like I remember I'd be like, dang, that's, that'd be something good to talk about on the podcast. And if I don't put it in my notes, if I don't put it, if I don't write it down real fast, it's gone in like 30 seconds. And it actually made me think of a, a, a quote by uh, Kanye. He said, and I forgot what song it was. It's going to irk me. But he said he didn't. He forgot some greater things than you ever thought of naturally. And that's exactly how I feel. I thought about a bunch of crazy stuff, a bunch of wild things, almost like as if I'm a smoker and I don't smoke at all. I don't smoke at all. I don't never smoke, but how deep my brain tends to get in random moments. And then it just forgets it. I'd be like, come on, man. But I'm getting off course, but the, the point I'm getting at is, um, the people who were deemed like the, the head of the like the the good guy in a bad relationship now being in a relationship where it's way more stable and then they are looked at as the quote unquote bad person like the one holding the relationship back and here's what i mean let's say you're you're a woman you're a guy you're you're in a uh, whatever kind of relationship you're in and the person that you're with is simply not doing right by you. They don't, they don't like to do little things like clean up after themselves, or you always have to go up behind them and making sure they doing certain things in the house or doing certain things with themselves. You know, you really just holding them accountable like anybody should do. And they just won't, they just won't stay consistent on it. And then they also have a hard time with bigger things like the loyalty, like the support, or, you know, if you go through some things, they don't really respond in ways that make you feel like you two are a couple, right? So you have, you've dealt with them for, you know, six months, a year, year and a half, two years, and it's just, it's just bad. And it gets real, it gets worse over time because they just aren't trying. And the whole time you're fighting for them to be better because you love them based off of what they were before. And now they just don't seem to care anymore. Right. And now you're just looked at as that basically the head of the relationship. You're just trying to 
make them do right because you're doing right. You're doing everything that you're asking for, right? So boom, you finally grow a pair, break it off. Soon after, you get into a next another relationship and you meet a guy, you meet a girl, and all of a sudden they are everything times two that you were in that last relationship. And all of a sudden you get into the thick of the relationship, the thickness of it, the heavy, the meaty part of the relationship. And now they are holding you accountable for things that you do wrong in a relationship. And you don't know how to feel because you've never been in that situation before. Like you're, you're taken back. You're like, damn, I didn't, I spent a long time with the last person I was with trying to make sure they was right. And now I'm in a a way better situation, at least with the person. And now they're holding me to a certain level. And I thought I was good. Here's what you need to do. All right. You need to one, swallow your pride, swallow the pride, throw that away. That's going to affect everybody negatively in the situation Two. You need to take a step back and understand that you are not in that last relationship. You are not dealing with the last person and everything that this person is doing is for the relationship. So you have to try your damnest to not take anything personal when it comes to them, especially them holding you accountable. If someone is like, Hey, babe, I do not like when you talk to me in a certain way, because you talking to me in that way feels like I'm being disrespected. And I just want us to talk like we're two adults trying to solve a problem and not like two people fighting against each other. If you take something like that in an offensive manner, you have to understand that you're being the problem. All right. I know it's tough. A lot of, a lot of things like that is tough. Like I said, especially coming from a relationship where you, found yourself yelling and having to cross a certain line to make that last person move, make them want to go and do something or at least get up and do something in the moment. And now you're dealing with a person where you got to stop being catty or stop being an a-hole and you actually have to talk to them like an adult and with some respect and, and they almost forcibly without, you know, forcing to make you change and mold yourself to be better. And you thought that you were a better person, but it was, it it was all in a sense of who you were dealing with. Like, I don't know. It's like being a, a mediocre team playing against a really, really bad team, a team that nobody wants to play on. And you beat the dirt out of them all, all the time. Every time you play, you beat the dirt out of them. And now you find yourself, with a, a teammate that, you know, came from a prestigious school that always wins and had better coaching. And now they're telling you that you are actually not as good as you thought, but in the, in the most best loving way possible. And your whole world is just shook up. Cause you like, damn, I thought I was actually real good. <laughs> I get it. I understand where you're coming from. But you just have to understand that that person loves you and they loved you better than the last person. And that last person could only love you to the capacity that they can love. Whereas this new person is loving you better than you, than you can ever imagine. And it's just showing you that now it's time for you to love yourself even more.
Um, it, and it's tough. It's a tough game. It's a tough world. But you have to understand that that person is great for you and they'll continue to be great for you. And you too, if you can learn to put your pride to the side and you can learn to, you know, get rid of them old habits and old ways of handling issues within a relationship with this new person that is now putting you in position to, you know, sit there and stand on business and sit there and be 10 toes down on doing the right thing. Y'all going to be together forever and y'all can continue to just grow as a couple and grow as individuals. And it's beautiful and it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. I'm, I, I know it is. And I, I know it can be. Um, but yeah, that's just, I feel like that's something that's never really talked about, but definitely had to address that. And that's something that, uh, you can just chalk that up to like one of my random deep thoughts that I'd be thinking about. So yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna leave y'all with that. Uh, I ain't gonna hold y'all too long. Um, in my last episode, I mentioned again, how I'm gonna have a lot of guests on. I already got some people lined up. I got some things lined up. Um, I got some things brewing for sure. And this is not me doing another smoke and mirrors that I've done before. This is, you know, some real talk. I got some things brewing up with, uh, some of my best friends, best friends in the world. Uh, it's not just episodes, but it's more, it's more. And, um, I definitely keep y'all in the loop with that as we go, as things happen. Um, but of course I ain't gonna leave y'all hanging on anything. Y'all will know as much as I know. All right. So again, thank y'all for listening. I appreciate the support I've gotten so far. I will continue to appreciate everything that y'all have done for me and plan to do for me. All right. And before I go, let me know, how did I make this space safe for you?